This is Slack Packers, a truly amateur hiking, running, and adventure podcast. Get ready to learn little and laugh a lot, probably at these two. Now, here are your hosts, Pete and Kevin. Welcome to episode 16 of Slack Packers, a truly amateur hiking, running, and adventure podcast. I'm Pete, he's Kevin, and it's time to slack off. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Good. How are you? Doing okay. Been, uh, I don't know, a little rougher last few days. Really? Like was all, yeah, you know, I was like all like hyped and optimistic. And then, I don't know, maybe the weather shift did it. Oh. I don't are know. you guys cold again? Oh, it's cold. Rain. It rained all. It's been raining for two days, basically. So... You know, that's we, no fun. Yeah, we turned cold. We The freaking wind has just been a huge pain. So like yeah. yesterday was 70 degrees and my 50 mile an hour wind gusts totally uh-huh. ruined being outside. Yeah. Yeah, we have been much colder and continue to be colder for at least another day. So I'm not sure like why we're not getting our usual weather system where you see the weather and then the next day I do, but right. It's not been, it's not been like that, but the winds have been crazy. Yeah, absolutely nuts. But you know, if that's the worst thing going on, I guess we're, we're doing okay. Right. No kidding. (laughs) How's your, I guess hasn't, it's only been like five days. It's like, it really has been right. Yeah. Yeah. How's your week been? Uh, Yeah, good. Um, I ran on Thursday, ran on Saturday, did some hills this morning, going to run tomorrow, going to run on Wednesday. So, yeah, looking looking up, I think. And how how have you been feeling? Um, You know, uh, I... (laughs) <laughs> so Wednesday I, I ran or sorry, Thursday, I ran a little fast at Scrib Town. Um, or what was just fast for me. It was a uh extremely long day at work. And so I just went out and ran and I felt that on Friday and Saturday. Like my <laughs> legs were hurt. And I mean, this was like a eleven minute miles, 1050s. I don't I don't know what Travis said, whatever. Um so yeah, that was uh that that felt rough. I haven't run that pace in a long time, so it was good of me to to feel that. I think like good for my own like knowledge to feel what that feels like. Um. So yeah, and then this morning, I thought, okay, like I'm gonna do these hills, and Hollyann had pointed out too. She was like, oh, you should like graduate to the what looks to be a steeper and a little bit longer of a hill, uh, which is over at same school, uh, same kind of area that just like swoops down in this big field. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that this morning. And I, I, you know, I really thought that this hill was both longer and steeper. And it turns out it was neither of those things <laughs> or, or my watch was wonky. I mean, right. We're, we're beholden to what, whatever the watch says. Sure. So, who knows what the uh, what the actual elevation or distance was, and you know it's off track and whatever. Typically, they it could have been correct. Yeah, yeah. I mean, typically yeah. they're directionally correct. Right? Yeah, like yeah. 
So it is, you know, accurate unto itself. Right. So, um, but, uh, yeah, so I did 12 hill repeats. Um, I will be either getting a new hill or else going (laughs) back to the old one next time. So I only got like 240 feet of gain, I think this morning. So it was not what I had hoped for. Um, I was hoping for at least in the three hundreds, if not four, but, um, yeah, we've got a couple of other options. I mean, we have lots of hills here, right. But, uh, we've got, uh, Hall's pointing out a, a few other good options that, uh, I might try, uh, have, next uh, week. So, so when you're doing no repeats, are you doing them for distance for time? Um, it's, it's really just been just like time. So, um, it's been about 25 to 30 minutes of just up and down and, back home so are you going like to the top of the hill regardless if it takes you a minute or if it takes you three yes yes got it all right there we go and we're back and we're back all right little technical glitch so we were talking about doing hill repeats and so you're i think you were doing um like getting to the top of the hill regardless so you're not picking like a really big hill and just going however far you can get in the course of like, um, say a minute and then right. going down. Right. So you're picking shorter hills overall. And I can, I can tell you what, uh, what the time basically has been on each hill because I do a lap. Um, so this hill is about 34, 35 seconds. You know, between like 32 and 37, it looks like. Got it. Yeah. So like what I've been doing is a little bit different. Like how the way um, that Hala scheduled it for me is like go 45 seconds or go a minute. Right. And then the hill that I have is at least a quarter mile long, I want to think. Mm-hmm. I want to say. So it's it takes some some effort. Sure. You know, to so I end up not... <laughs> going all the way up like pretty close i think at this point with the minute Mm -hmm. and then doing recovery for like two minutes 30 seconds has been most of the recovery lately i think so it's a little slightly different right because like i was thinking about that hill that we run up to finish that run on you know with oh oh yeah okay and that you could yeah so you could choose that and then do a time to get as far as you can in right. X amount of time. Yeah. It's not quite as close to right. home for you, but right. You know, just it's a different type kind of a different type of of hill. Now the hills you're doing, are they on grass? No. Although I am looking at probably going over to uh Mount Hoy is what we call it. Uh which has kind of this traversing trail over it and i think i'd like to go over there to do some hill repeats as soon as it dries out just a little bit sure. although i'm sure people tell me you should run in mud because you've got to be used to every possible scenario well, well absolutely but i'm not running in mud i'd be hiking in mud different different animal sure so, uh anyway the Definitely want to get out there, but I think the hill repeats are so critical 
the hills and the stairs have been so mm -hmm. critical for me and it sounds like you too so mm -hmm. we've got to find ways to continue to increase that and i don't think i mean two, 240 feet for us for us flatlanders is nothing to sneeze at i right if i ran my normal route i'd have to run like you know 10 miles to get that sure so i mean i just did four hours out on waterfall Glen on saturday mm -hmm. or friday sorry friday and got i don't know 600 feet or something seven less than 700 i know for sure so that was you know that's the one that was difficult i mean sure. i just i struggled from step one on that yeah and still went the four hours so you know like i said to coach holly ann i'm like that's a that's character builder. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a win, right? Like going out and getting it done when you don't want to do it. So. Yeah. And I don't know why that was different, but like it, it just, it was, and then I was sore and I skipped the three mile run on Saturday. Okay. I skipped something for the first time. I just knew I couldn't, let me rephrase that. I could have, but I knew I shouldn't at that point. Sure it was just not worth it. And then I ended up on Sunday getting on the treadmill and doing Grand Canyon, South Rim to River hikes, number three and mm -hmm. four. One, I honestly kind of missed that treadmill. Yeah. Um, and two, it was a recovery walk. So I knew I could go, I would keep it slower on the treadmill than I would outside. And outside sure. was not great. It was pretty darn those big gusty winds and rain yeah. and, no, no need to get pelted in the face. So <laughs> certainly with big drops. Yeah. But it did make me start thinking about rain gear. Do you have rain? Yeah. Gear? I mean, not, not really. No, me either. I really don't. But I feel like I need to bring something. Yeah. I mean, because otherwise, I mean, our, our, Socks are going to be just like ridiculously wet. Um, I'm assuming our packs hold up well in the rain. That's a good question. I, I didn't, I didn't really research that part of it, but I would assume <laughs> that they're okay. I they, mean, I, I mean, they've got to be. You would think, right? Right. Um, I mean, they're they're you know, like Greg, like. REI sells Gregory. They're not selling packs that don't hold up in the rain. You wouldn't think. Who knows though? I I don't know. Like I do oh, know. We should find that out before we leave. They are highly water resistant. Okay. Not and that might proof. Sure. So I, you know, you could get a rain cover for the pack. Okay. Yeah. I definitely need a rain jacket yeah of some sort yeah whether it's something with um tater has a rain jacket that has rubber duckies on it so <laughs> well we need to bring rubber duckies if it's yeah. gonna bring if it's gonna bring a lot of water right like we need something right to do when we splash in puddles right <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh why do i picture us recreating like Bert and Ernie, but <laughs> absolutely fully clothed. Thank you. <laughs> oh man. But I, I really feel like I've got, 
I don't know. Like, I don't know what you do. Like from a shoe standpoint, like I did have waterproof shoes at one. Sure. Like good. They were waterproof. Uh, Merrill. Okay. And, and they were great, except for the fact that they're hot. Like Interesting. They're not, obviously you can't be breathe, very breathable sure. if you're going to be waterproof, right? Yeah. So that was, that was a, a struggle for me. I don't know, man. Like those Patagonia Houdini jackets, I know a lot of people have. Yeah. They fold up nice and small. They're yeah. lightweight. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's yeah, I have a Yeah, I have a really lightweight like Patagonia jacket. Is it, but it's not waterproof or water resistant? <laughs> I mean, it might be. I I don't know. I mean, that material seems like it would be. Yeah. There's I. So I did thinking about this a little bit. I don't know, maybe a week ago or two weeks ago. I did look up to see like, hey, do we have any like adventure outfitters here? Mm -hmm. And there are the usual suspects. You got REI. Right. REI. There's Arteryx. Okay. uh, Which I think are more known for winter gear but sure they'll have all of this stuff yeah but then i noticed some place called like mountain warehouse or something okay out in the outlet malls in aurora oh so i'm like that could be um that could be it yeah mountain warehouse not sponsored not a sponsor and something I had not heard of personally. I'm sure others know much about it, but I knew nothing. I am super excited though, to visit our, the beautiful so, premium outlets, Chicago premium outlets in Aurora, Illinois. So is it an Christmas. actual outlet though? I don't know if it is. So like at, at our outlets, like we have like our REI, our REI is out of the outlets, but it is not an outlet. So maybe this isn't, but I do know that they have outlets there. Um, yeah. Like, you know, like a Nike factory store kind yes. of thing. Yeah, and, we've got one of those. Um, Armani Exchange, which I'll never fit in. <laughs> oh, there's um, uh, a Crocs store. In case anybody needs to load up on Crocs. I will need some of those. <laughs> I mean, waterproof, right? What? <laughs> Water resistant. They're just giant holes in them. Well. How about what? It's like a sieve. That's true. I mean, you're going to need to take a trip out anyway to go to the Albanese gummy bear factory. So, Oh, my gosh. I saw that picture that Derek posted this week. Holy cow. And I was a little shocked you didn't just get in get in the car and I almost did. Head over. I'm I'm telling you, like it was close. We we just wake up. Uh did did you know Kevin's in the guest bedroom? <laughs> right. No. All right. <laughs> I mean, I find myself like phantom going to the cabinet to be like, oh, I'm just gonna take a few gummy bears here. <laughs> and they're not there. Oh my god. They are gone. They're gone. Yes. Oh, man. I can't believe that Derek didn't grab you a couple of bags and ship I'm, them out. I mean, it's really I'm really just going to have to put it on like auto order on Amazon for every like three days. 
<laughs> sir, you're gonna like you go on the tour. You're sir, you're gonna have to leave. But no, you can't stop no, setting up your stop. cot. You can't stay here. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, but I'm gonna go check out the mountain warehouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll 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 report back on it. I don't know when I'll get to sure. to go. I'd like to go like right now. Yeah. Can't recording. Well, we're recording, I, yeah. I have a lot to do that. I have a lot of cooking and smoking to do this week. Oh. It's, what are you smoking? Well, it's so Michaela gets her first communion this Saturday. Yes. And instead of going to a restaurant and we decided We'll use it as an excuse to have people over and invite invite a few peeps and you know cook. My invite must have gotten lost. Yeah, it's an open invitation at all times. It is a little bit of a trip. You, you know what? I'm busy. Um, Gre Gretchen's mom's coming from that direction. If you want to carpool, oh, we could hitch a ride. You can. My cousin is actually getting ordained to be a Catholic deacon this weekend. Oh wow, that's pretty. It's a pretty it's a big, big Catholic weekend for uh, for the slackbackers. It is big slack packers. I mean, it's Pope approved this week. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, so I, I'm going to, I do these smoked olives, which I think you have. Oh, I have had the smoked olives. So yes. I'm going to do those. And then the smoked white fish dip. Um, oh yeah. I've had that too. It's big. It's the, you know, a big, yep. it's a crowd pleaser. Yep. So I've got to go get some white fish. Going to do that. I've got to make gravy because. It's an Italian so good. celebration, so we're we're gonna have pasta. Yep. I will admit, though, my mom's making us the Italian beef. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, mom's making the beef. I'll slice it on my sure, industrial on slicer. slicer. Yep. Yes. And maybe slow mo video of me slicing things because that's how I, I do, do love it. I love it. I, I might. Maybe I need a TikToks for this. Absolutely. I mean, Just you all could be slicing like videos. <laughs> I'm telling you, like my TikTok feed, I have like middle aged guys cooking, like smoking and griddling and butchers. Well, so you need a slicer. I, I need like. a slicer, basically. You need a slicer. It could just yeah. be me. Yeah. So, you know, and then just some other stuff that will make right like other stuff that you need for a party like that and you know charcuterie board well i won't do that but gretchen will and oh cowboy caviar which is this like it's got a variety of different beans in it whole like whole beans and like some onion and jalapeno and like a dressing and then you take tortilla chips and it's freaking delicious oh that sounds delicious yeah it's crazy good yeah it's one of those things that's so addicting it's hard to stop sure. eating them especially if you get the tostito scoops because oh then you yeah get you know like it's the perfect it's the ratio. best type of tostito i i think so i mean especially if there's i mean if there's dipping involved for sure yeah yeah i mean you can make little individual nachos with them yeah yeah, so that's that's you know that's what's going on, and then we'll have, you know, a few things out to drink. I'm sure. One or two, two, two treat, two treat things. 
Yeah. So people can make themselves a beef sandwich. We'll have two tree kinds jardinera out there. Mm. Probably gonna put the Jeff Morrow jardinera out there. Food Network, absolutely. Chicago Zone, Jeff Morrow. Please sponsor us, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. The Sandwich King. I, I mean, love the Sandwich King. He's so good. Uh, he's such a. He's you know you meet him in person too, and he's that nice of a guy. Like yeah. he's exactly like you expect. You know, one did not disappoint. Unlike other Food Network people that we've run across well sure not saying anything but it rhymes with bobby flay so anyway he was not not pleasant i've actually heard that yeah not a pleasant dude but that's okay everybody you know maybe he was having a bad day you know what sometimes people at work say that kevin clear is not a pleasant dude (laughs) and maybe they'll let you know and you know what times yeah who knows who knows? <laughs> oh, man. That's great. Oh, well, anything else going on for you this weekend then? Are you going to the ordination? We are. Yeah. My parents are coming in town. My aunt and uncle and one of my other cousins coming in town. So that's basically like all day Saturday. So we got big ordination in, in the morning and then first mass that evening. And- wow. Dinner after church, yeah. Beautiful. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a big, big weekend. So, um, and then Sunday is the Lincoln Marathon here close to us. Uh, so I think we're gonna go out and at least watch the half. And Holly Ann might be having a an athlete run the run the full. So uh, he was supposed to run Vancouver this weekend. And his work trip out there got canceled, so oh. he might be he might be running the full in Lincoln instead. Wow! Yeah, okay. how convenient, right? I might rather run in Vancouver, but that's just me, right? Everybody's got their thing, right? Um, so it is it is convenient, and it's a it's a fun race to watch. Um, they've got a half and a full. It's not fun to run the full. Let me tell you. Uh, that that full is terrible. I've done. I it. remember that misery. Very course. hot. Very very hot. I think um, I got a phone call from the co- course one time from you on that one. Was it that one or was it no Wabash? Oh, it was Wabash. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah, I was going to drop out of Wabash. Yeah, that's right. And I yes, I was by myself at that point, third from last, uh, and then. One of my friends was behind me and she caught up to me and her and Holly Ann would not let me quit, which was very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to drop at mile 20. Um, but it's so but close. I know, right? Um, race day Ritland turned on those legs and was like, see you later. Nice. <laughs> Typical. 28 minute miles during the week. Right? Yeah, eight twenties during a marathon. You better believe it. <laughs> um, with with artificial limbs. Yeah, yeah. Just not the one limbs. Knee. I mean uh, knees. That's joints. what I'm joints. Limbs, yeah. Joints. Jeez, <laughs> that was limbs, rude joints. for people who are actually have artificial right. limbs. Did not need to <laughs> diminish that. Right. Nor John's accomplishments with artificial right. joints. So yeah, nice. Uh, so that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, Especially if Holly and has an athlete going. That'll be yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, 
it'll be good. And I'm like, we're, we're all friends. So it's, uh, he's a, he's a good dude. So I hope that he runs Lincoln just selfishly so I can watch him run. Um, you are a loud cheerleader. You know, so. I'm, I'm really bad at running, but I'm so incredibly good at cheering. Yes. One Spe- hell of a spectator. Like, spectating. I, I am probably in the top hundred best spectators <laughs> in the world. Now, see, there's something, there's something that, you know, these blogs that are always talking about top rank, there's a good ranking. We it, need it's true. more of that. Because here's the deal. I'm doing like prep work for months. If I am, if I'm spectating a race, I am taking this very seriously, which is I'm sure very annoying for everyone who is around me. Um, in fact, I, I know it is. Well, that in fairness, that's redundant. Well, so. sure. But like I have studied course maps. I know exactly how I'm getting around the course, whether I'm driving, whether I'm walking from place to place or taking a bike or a train or whatever. Like I know exactly where and when I've probably got some sort of spreadsheet. Um, I was going to say, you got to have the, the, the spreadsheet with the pace charts and the time of day. Oh yeah. Like, um, and you know where, where it gets tricky. It's all fun and games to spectate one person, but when you're spectating multiple people who are not running quite the same pace, that's, that's where it really comes in. Like it's, there's a lot I, of prep work. Well, that's what gets you into the top 100 spectators. Yes. Is yeah. doing. Anybody can follow one person around. Right. right? Like you got to have multis. Multis is, uh, is where it's at. You know, I like to say, so when Holly Ann ran Boston in April of 20 or sorry, in October of 21, um, I had to take a regional train out to Framingham and like, I mean, these re- this regional train runs like once an hour, whatever. So like it was timed perfectly. I get out there, see her. Um, Dave Fussfeld, sub 30, uh, was out there with a couple of his friends. And so got to see him and then got to see um, a couple of our other friends. Uh, I think Kim Lations and Daphne. I think I saw both of them run past and then I had to take the train like back. And then from this train stop, I had to run. I'd like, I had my running shoes. I had a full change of clothes, running gear on and had to run like two miles, like from where the train led off to like where I was going to see her at 23. Well, all of these people on the train are trying to go like coming back. So other people had, you know, had similar ideas, but they're coming back and saying, Oh, I want to go to heartbreak Hill. Oh, I want to go to um, Wellesley. I want to go here. This train don't go there. What are you doing? Have you not looked at the map for months? Just me, apparently. Just you. Like, I'm I'm showing people where we're at and where the train are going. And they're like, oh, are you from here? No. And but then I there's a viral video of you calling one... everybody on that train an idiot. Absolutely. <laughs> just just losing my mind. <laughs> like, I have had one job for months. And it is making sure I'm in the correct spot at the correct time. And also, you know, the having like if you're responsible for passing off gels, a la Gretchen in Chicago. Yes. um, It's just it's it's important. So it's nice to 
I know it's nice to have people watching me when I'm running and racing. And because I run at the pace I do, I need well, and I get hungry. Uh, I I need lots of fuel, which I cannot carry for 26 miles without, you know, three backpacks. (laughs) (laughs) And we all know I'm not carrying three backpacks. That's why we started race Sherpa. That's right. Uh, Race Sherpa for when you need more snacks. <laughs> so how is the snack situation while well, a spectator? Like, are you bringing all your snacks with you? Are you oh, mapping yeah. places to grab a snack well, while on the run? Are you mapping out a place to grab a beer? Like, Yeah. So, so typically I, I come prepared, right? Like I've got, I've got beers that are in the backpack already. Um, both that I'm drinking and perhaps handing out to people. Um, I've got, I've got snacks, but also like, Oh, if I have to get someplace extra early, I've probably mapped out like where to find breakfast or like, what's where's my breakfast open. burrito place? Where's my, yes. Yeah, I think also sim- similar to my running, like I, our running routes are based on, you know, where our Porta John's. So <laughs> Oh, always important to know where the nearest uh, bathroom might be. You just never know. Got to be prepared. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So Man, there's a there's a lot there's of time a lot. and effort. There is a lot. It could be it could be an exhausting few months. I mean, I don't know when you're doing that much prep work, how you fit in a training run of your own Barely. is impossible. Barely, really, it's it's true. <laughs> training takes a backseat. This becomes your training. I mean, Tater hasn't gotten a walk in like a month and a half. Why not? Oh, the poor I, look, guy. I'm, I am trying to train for this spectating. Right. Takes full concentration. That's right. Oh, Things don't watch themselves. It's it's true. It's a beautiful thing. So for Lincoln, this is something you've done before. So you have your former oh, yeah. prep work. Yeah. So, so you don't have to worry about any course changes. We'll probably, we'll probably be about mile three probably about mile nine and a half. Um, See lots of folks. A lot of folks are doing it. Um, John, of course, is running. uh, It's well, he signed up. John not run. He signed up for the full. He says he's only running the half. Sure. He's done that before. But then went on to run the full. So who who knows? What? uh, I'm predicting full. Of course. If, if the legs are feeling good, he's running the full. No, they'll be feeling great. Oh, yeah. Full, fully recovered. Because, you know, he just ran London. Yeah. <laughs> Last week? A couple weeks ago? Yeah, a week and a half ago. That's crazy. He is. Oh. Uh, oh. He's, Something to he's, aspire uh, to. And rec- he's recently retired. So. That's fantastic. See, even more time to train. So now all he's going to do is he's going to go in and take all of my local legend stats from from me on Strava. <laughs> that, I mean, I I do like that small vindictive streak. Oh, yeah. And John, I think it makes it, you know, it just makes him even more intriguing. I mean, you might not be the fastest on a segment, but can sure run it the most. That's right. <laughs> and it's it's the email that you get. So Saturday morning. Um, we ran together and we have a route and it's on Strava and 
I somehow became the local legend of the route, like after after our run. And sometimes it depends on like who uploads first, whatever. Well, so he, I saw it immediately, and I was like, I'm I'm not saying anything because I know he's gonna see it. <laughs> he got home, saw the email, and sent it to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. So yeah, too. I'm sure will be uh, out of reach for me soon. I mean, I think that. Strava needs to up their game and add a spectator. Like there should be some sort of spectator. There there needs to be like a a spectator activity. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. This, this needs to get fixed. I expect this done as soon as possible. Right. Although I'm not a Strava member anymore. Like I'm just like a normal schmo. So yeah, me either. They probably don't listen to me anymore. Yeah. I, I, it's when they wouldn't tell me how much something was going to cost. It was that's, that that's, whole payment thing was crazy. I'm like, okay, if you can't tell me, yeah. I'm going to pass. I mean, the it's point like we're like, I, it's not. It's like looking at the menu, and it says market price, I'm and not, as you I'm order, never ordering market price, right? I mean, and, and Strava basically was telling you market price, right? That's what they were telling you, right? And, I didn't know what they were doing. Maybe it was $49.99 for one person and $99.99 for the next. I had yeah. no idea. Just publish your prices. I mean, yeah. Simple. DC DC Rainmaker did like a 20-minute video breaking down everything. And I mean, him and his wife were even paying different amounts. That's insane. It's crazy. Yeah. You gotta you gotta fix that, Strava. Yeah. That's there shouldn't be dynamic pricing right the running app and it was like depending on what country you were in weird very weird i mean i guess i can understand that to some extent if it's country by country but i think even here in the united states it was like account by account right like i think it it varied yeah it depended on like where people were when people had signed up for and you know i'd been a member since i don't know 2015 2016 like pretty early on we were premium members and yeah well i mean strava i remember many moons ago watching the tour de france and that's the first time i ever oh, saw yeah. it yeah it was a cycling, it was a cycling app, app right? and that's how i found out about it was through holly ann was like i don't know had seen something about strava and cycling whatever and she signed up first oh all right well i mean we got we got some good stuff on that. I mean, good spectator. I mean, basically, if you're looking to up your spectator game and you need a few tips, reach out to I'm, them. I'm happy to meet with anyone and and consult on their spectating plan for their next marathon they're watching. I mean, set aside a good hour for the discussion. Absolutely. But the just the initial consultation. I mean, this could hour. be a this could be a huge side hustle. Huge. Yes. I mean, just to have that kind of knowledge, to have yeah. that ability and not share it. I I mean, you, the world deserves it. The world. Deserves it is true. It. It's, it's a gift to the world that I can bring. <laughs> oh man. Oh, speaking of gifts to the world, the fish is still alive. Just so you know. Oh, good. Still alive. So his name, uh, Michaela named him shimmer. Okay. Not, Exactly sure why, but Shimmer is still alive. So it seems like I'm noticing like we can't feed him two days in a row or he gets some bloat. 
gets a little junk in, junk in the junk in the gills. <laughs> so, so is he is he addicted junk to in salt? the dorsal fin? <laughs> What's that? Is he addicted to salt? Because every so, time you put salt in there, he seems to do better. He he does like the salt. So this time when I cleaned the tank, I it's a small like I said it's a small tank. So I I've I do a full full water change. Yeah. Just in case anybody's out there one wondering if they're if you're a fish person deep in the aquarium know, community, deep in the aquarium community, my tiny little tank, I I do a full change, full water change, and when I did it this time, I dissolved the salt right in the nice nice uh, water. So you got to put a couple of drops of this one solution in, sure, and then you got to get the temperature just right. These things prefer like seventy five to eighty degrees. So I actually get. The thermometer out while the water is running in the sink. Make sure that the instant read is at the yeah. right range. Yeah. And then, then I added the salt right to it, shook it up, got it into the tank. Seemed to work really well. Like he was doing really, really well. And when we were feeding him every, because we were kind of feeding him more like every other day. And then I'm like, okay, let's feed him back to back and see what happens. And so we fed him. Back to back days, back to his side, little bloaty around the gills. I'm like, okay, got to go back to every other day. So yeah, that's that's what we'll do. So we won't feed him tomorrow and hope that we get a little bounce back here, and then get into the pattern of the every other day feeding. Nice. And yeah, it's a lot of thought, a lot of research. I've learned a lot about fish diseases. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How, how much does a does a betta go for at at the store these days? Oh, I mean, you get these things for like five bucks. Okay, yeah, right. So, yeah, a, a five dollar fish. Yeah. How many hours have you spent? Okay, so this researching. Was a, yeah, so this was a fancy fish. So mm-hmm. this one was like, I want to say he might have been like $17. Okay. Because Still. It, it was a fancy one with like bigger fins. Oh, sure. Of course. Uh, and you, you've spent how much time uh, and energy? Oh, hours. Hours. Yeah. Hours okay. and hours. I'm just making sure. Yeah. Hours. I don't know what it is. It, like to me at this point, Similar to like plants, like it's, but it's just it's like a the personal challenge. challenge. It yeah. is, yeah, I get it. And, and I and look, I understand it's a fish. I get it. It's still life, right? Right, right. And it's got its little personality. Like it right. gets excited and swims different patterns with different people. Sure. I, I don't know how, but like there's a pattern that he swims. Like when Michaela walks up. It's that's different than when he swims when I walk up. Hmm. Maybe it's just time of day or imagined. <laughs> I don't know, but it's definitely got that. That little fish understands when he when he sees Michaela. Sure, she's the one that feeds me. Oh, there is no doubt, right? Yeah. So, and then you feel bad when you go every other day because it right. wants to eat, right? Right, but. You know, these things actually, I don't think you, I think you only need to feed them like once every three days or Probably. something. Yeah. I mean, they don't need much food. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think that in general, we overfeed pet fish. Not me, we, like the royal we, like uh -huh. the fish community. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which apparently I'm a part of now. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a whole subreddit that's dedicated to the fish community. Oh, I'm sure there is. I'm I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's a whole TikTok community. Oh, I I promise you there is. That's probably just for beta or beta or however you want to say it, right? <laughs> just for these fish. Yes. Fish talk, beta talk, fish aquarium talk, talk aqua talk. That could be for Aquaman too, though, right? No, it's true. That's spider talk. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So that's. That's basically where we're at. So there's been, you know, I was like in pain and I don't know, you know, the plantar fasciitis just got really bad on that hike yeah. and I, it was just awful. Right. And I, so I'm like trying to recover and God, daddy, come look. He's, you know, he's, he's, he's swimming all over the place. Come look. I'm like, no, it hurts <laughs> to move. <laughs> Let the fish go. Let Shimmer go. is saved. Shimmer, you shall live. So, so far, so good. Going to keep going with him. Do you know what the average lifespan is of one of these? I don't. In okay. all my research, that was not one of the things I, I looked up. I know. I'm it, curious. Let me, let, let's Google it right now. Average lifespan for betta fish. Two to five years. Oh, wow. Okay. That's and how old is this fish right now? Not, not even a year. So middle-aged. It maybe, maybe. I mean, I, I think I need to get like right underneath that. There's like these other ones that just come up. An Oscar fish can be 10 to 20 years. A koi 25 to 35 years. Oh yeah. Those things live forever. Man, I need to get one of these. No, don't get a koi. Those things are gross. What? No, not a koi. The Oscar okay. doesn't look so bad, though. I don't know anything about them. I haven't done that much. Is he a crouch? Yes. I mean, a, a beta or beta is a, a Siamese fighting fish. Sure. Freshwater fish native to Southeast Asia, namely Cambodia, 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 Cambodia. Laos, Cambodia, yeah, Myanmar, Malaysia, Indonesia, Thailand, and Vietnam. Well, population is decreasing. They are vulnerable. Look at that. Hmm. I'm looking at pictures of these Os Oscar fish, which are also called astronautas. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, this is riveting podcasting here, but Right. It's, this is the stuff I'm thinking about. I'm actually thinking of, thinking about, like I said in the last episode, thinking about a bigger aquarium. We're going to need a bigger tank. You, you definitely need like a, a 55 gallon. Minimum size for one Oscar fish, 55 gallons. Holy moly. However, a 75 gallon tank is best for one adult. Wow. And if you want to keep more than one, you will need at least 100 gallons. Wow. That's... No, we're By not having a higher. water company. I, I better start looking at a different uh, type of fish because 
that ain't happening yet yet well i mean we're gonna line an entire wall with aquariums i'm pretty sure you're gonna have to reinforce the structure of your house <laughs> i'm gonna have to reinforce the structure of my patients <laughs> well that's that's what's that. gonna, that's what's gonna need to happen so oh man all right let's see anything else on the on your mind this week i don't think so uh, all right. Well, I think that this has been fun and educational yeah. <laughs> for me and for everybody else. You may have taken a nap in there somewhere and kind of can't blame you. It's okay. Well, sure. It's all good. All right. Get out, choose your adventure, and take a hike. Thank you for listening to Slack Packers. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share with someone you sort of like or don't. It doesn't matter to these guys. We know it's a lot to ask, but it's appreciated.